Hey everyone, welcome to the Worktime Fun Podcast. I'm your coworker L, and let's get started. Alright, on today's podcast we got some great Batman news. I'm going to let you know about that in just a minute. And then also we're going to go over the second episode of Moon Knight. But a little bit of a spoiler warning if you have not watched the second episode of Moon Knight. So just a heads up. Uh, we'll make sure to give another spoiling once I get into it. Now for some Batman news. The Batman movie, which we currently have in theaters, is probably going to be showing on HBO Max as early as April 19th, which is only a couple of weeks away. And also on other HBO networks on April 23rd. So this is based on some online sources I've seen around or floating around the internet. And I know that's pretty soon, so... Well, hopefully see. Also, furthermore, this one is confirmed news. There's going to be a new podcast for Batman Unburied, which is exclusively on Spotify, and that'll come out on May 3rd for free for everyone. The cool thing about this is the U.S. version of Batman Unburied features Winston Duke as Bruce Wayne. Quick reminder for some of you, Winston Duke played uh, Umbaku on Black Panther. Other more recent work, he was in Spencer Confidential. He was the buddy to Mark Wahlberg's character. And also recently he was on Us, that Jordan Peele horror flick, which was uh, pretty awesome too. So, all right. Uh, Continuing on, you have uh, Hassan Minaj as the Riddler, Gina Rodriguez as Barbara Gordon, Jason Isaacs as Alfred, and Lance Reddick as Thomas Wayne. So, I actually did a little reading of the excerpt or synopsis for this, so let's give it a listen. And a little warning for all of you, I'm trying my uh, voiceover uh, recording voice here, so it's going to sound a little different. All right, let's go. A serial killer known as the Harvester terrorizes Gotham City, but Batman is not coming to the rescue. In fact, Bruce Wayne has no memory of being the Cape Crusader at all. Instead, Bruce is a forensic pathologist performing the autopsy on the latest victim when he's attacked by the killer himself. As Bruce's obsession with the Harvester consumes him, Dr. Thomas Wayne, head of Gotham City Hospital, orders his son to take medical leave and seek treatment from an unusual psychologist, Dr. Hunter. With Batman missing in action, Detective Barbara Gordon is left with no other choice but to seek help from Gotham's second smartest detective, the Riddler. Batman Unburied is created by David S. Goyer and stars Winston Duke, Hassan Minhaj, and Gina Rodriguez. Batman Unburied was produced by Phantom 4 and Wolf at the Door in association with Blue Ribbon Content and DC for Spotify. Batman Unburied premieres May 3rd, exclusively on Spotify. All right, and there you have it. Hey, how did that sound? I was just kind of a little practice uh, voice over there. So, cool. Also, another reminder, there's that Picard Season 3 cast announcement. It's basically all the original cast from the Star Trek Next Generation are going to be on the season three, which is the final season for Picard. That's going to be pretty awesome. I know I watched all of season one. I finally caught up or I'm about to catch up because I know season two is going on right now. And man, this has uh, been quite the trip. I really do enjoy it. And you know what? Uh, As soon as I get caught up, I'll probably start talking more about Picard. All right, now, spoilers warning, everyone. Spoilers for Moon Knight Episode 2, which we're about to discuss here. Spoilers again. 
tune away now, watch the episode, come back here and listen. All right. Moon Knight, Episode 2, Summon a Suit. This pretty much follows up right after what happens on the previous episode, where Moon Knight finally appears. And uh, yeah, he finally gets to take revenge on that dog jackal thing <laughs> in the bathroom. But the only problem is no one else sees it. it the hound doesn't appear on the camera. Uh, all they know is that the museum bathroom's all messed up. And most likely it's uh, Stephen Grant's fault because he's the one that's all over the camera. So with all this free time, he goes hunting for that uh, storage room that he has keys for that he found in that you know secret compartment at his home. Or oh, his flat, as he calls it. Sorry, I can't do a British accent there. And eventually tracks it down to the actual place. So storage room 43. Little side note here, if you're able to get a QR code scanner and you try to scan that QR code by that storage locker 43, you'll get a little surprise there. So yeah, check that out. And once he enters and has all this stuff, it shows him his passport as Mark Spector and all his gear pretty much as the mercenary Mark Spector. And then there's even more dialogue between himself, you know, Steven and Mark. Uh, from the reflection, I don't know if it's a mirror, it's just reflection in the room, talking to himself about the whole, damn, split personality situation. Oh, something I forgot to mention. That uh, kind of gold-dusted figure guy that he always talks to in the park, the one that just stands still, still all the time. When uh, <laughs> Stephen Grant went for a hug after talking to him, you know, to himself, talking to that guy, and he's all, seems all, oh, thanks for the talk whatever listening and then gives him a hug and then you finally see the guy's eyes like look down like what the hell so i don't know if there's going to be any deeper meaning to this figure because i mean it's just a guy standing still you know those poses or you think it's a statue or if it's a real person so we'll see maybe there, there's something there or maybe it's just some kind of you know visual representation of you know fake figures or something Anyway, back to the storage room. So there's some, you know, back and forth between Steven and Mark in the reflection. And basically Steven's like, oh no, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna uh, go to sleep so you can take over. You're a bad guy, you're a killer. I'm gonna turn myself in. And then, so he starts taking the bag and running out. But as soon as he gets out of the storage unit, the lights start flickering or turning off and on and then Oh, it has this almost kind of horror sequence. I mean, it's not really a horror, you know, show, but I mean, it, it's kind of like that. And then, as the light flickers on and off, then you see like the sh the figure. I was gonna say shadow, but you see him of Conchu, like kind of inching closer and closer to him as the lights shut off and shut on or turn on. And then it freaks out Stephen Grant, and they kind of get that feeling. Oh crap! He starts running, get out of you know, get out of here, get out of here. And as he's running away, I'm, there's some kind of freeze frame moments. I don't know if that was meant as some kind of like visual thing or effect that they wanted to go for. I mean, it kind of seemed weird. Or maybe that was a part for like a commercial break or something. And then here we come back. <laughs> and then after this, he gets out of the building and he runs into Layla, who we soon find out that is his wife, or at least Mark Spector's wife. And... She doesn't seem to know about his other identity as Stephen Grant, so she's just as confused as he is. You know, I mean, he's just as confused as Stephen because Stephen doesn't know what the hell's going on and who she is. And then 
here she is thinking like mark what are you doing stop pretending but he's not because he's got this separate identity Layla and Steven both make it back to his his flat or his home and uh, kind of go back and forth about, you know, is he pretending to be Steven or what is happening? And they kind of get it that she's kind of getting that, okay, this really is real, that he's a split personality or different than Mark. But before they could dive deeper into that, they're interrupted by a knock on the door and it's uh, two cops or detectives that are... I guess questioning Steven. Uh, while right before that happens, Layla escapes out the window, and the two cops are like, "Hey, so what's going on?" Blah blah blah, and they show him Mark Spector's passport and say, like, "Oh, so you've been lying." And then they arrest him. While in the car, they kind of go over Mark Spector's background in a way uh, that he's like this kind of mercenary, and that he was wanted for murdering these archaeologists, like. So, uh, execution style covering their heads and shooting them in the back of the head you know it's a really awful stuff I mean you already kind of know I mean was it really Mark or was it really Arthur Harrell's guys and you know it was that whole moment that led up to him becoming Moon Knight which is something I feel they're going to cover in a later episode the vehicle stops and now we have Arthur Harrell meeting up with Stephen Grant and this part kind of surprised me because we kind of got a whole lot of background story more than I thought we would get uh, this early on in the series. And you find out that Arthur Harrell used to be an avatar for Conchu. So he kind of knows like the whole like, okay, Conchu's in your head and like telling you all these things. But then he's also figured out that Mark and Steven are like two separate personalities as well. On top of having the voice of Conchu in his head. You know, I thought it was really great how Ethan Hawke. Um, said his lines or you know portrayed his lines here he's all like i'm curious do you think that Conchu chose you as avatar because your mind would be so easy to break or because it was broken already and i was like oh man it's like slick and then you know arthur keeps showing him around what he's done for the city reducing crime making people feel safe even so like oh you're vegan i'm vegan too try this lentil soup you know, kind of showing what he's built up, this kind of utopia. Except when it comes down to judging people's worthiness to live. This is where Stephen Grant was starting to question him a bit more. Yeah, that whole worthiness thing. So Arthur Harrow uses the power of Amit and the scales, of the balancing scales to see if someone's worthy to continue living. And pretty much Stephen asks, like, what about kids? What, they haven't done anything? In the next 30 years, I mean, if they do something bad, does that mean that you kill them too? And basically, Arthur O'Hara said some kind of side analogy, but yeah, that's where Stephen Grant you drew the line. Tensions rise as Arthur Harrow questions, or more so interrogates Stephen Grant about the scarab, uh, which is not in his possession. And soon we find out that, yay, Layla, she has it. She <laughs> interrupts the part and says, this scarab or whatever yeah so yeah Layla hands the scarab over to Steven thinking that it's Mark and she's all like, hey summon the suit and it seems like what? huh and, then, and once he couldn't then they're like oh crap okay so they start you know trying to run away uh Arthur Harrow he uses his cane to summon the jackals he's actually get to see how he summons it it has the power of Amit in the cane smacks it down in the 
ground and it, I guess it kind of opens up this portal something so that's how the jackal comes out the ensuing action is pretty cool I mean it also brings to the part where Layla actually starts to figure out hey it's actually someone else Steven he she addresses him as Steven at one point and then realizes that he can't summon the suit so they keep trying to run away but then that jackal just pretty much tackles Steven and then they fall off the window and the cool part is like you hear Conju summon the suit summon the suit and then Steven guy's like oh what 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 and then as just as about to fall down then he invokes the suit but not the normal Moon Knight suit that we saw like in the first in the end of the first episode you know it was Mr. Knight where it's Moon Knight but dressed in a white suit and you get that funny moment where Mark on the reflection he's all like what the hell what's this uh, Colonel Sanders KFC setup <laughs> and then yeah, Stephen Grant tries his best, but ultimately he can't do it, and he allows Mark Spectre to uh, pretty much take over the body, and then, oh, that was such a cool effect when he turns away from the bus, and then the whole suit just envelops his face, and man, that was pretty badass. And then he leads the jackal away from everyone, and he's able to take care of it. After the jackal dissipates into sand or nothingness, then you see Mark Spectre power down, normal self. And there's this discussion between Mark and Steven, who's now in the reflection. And you get a little bit more backstory. Like, I guess Mark has always, or Steven, they've always had this multiple personality disorder. I mean, disassociative identity disorder. And before they were able to keep each other separate. But ever since whatever happened with Conchu, then whoever had control of the body, then that personality has more control of everything. And you see, this is where that differentiates from the comic books, because in the comic books, it's like Mark Spector who had all the Moon Knight powers and the regular Moon Knight suit or even the Mr. Knight suit. So this is a little bit of departure. And what we have here is you have a Moon Knight that if controlled by Mark Spector, then he's got that, you know, kind of, you know, vengeance fighter style looking character. And then when you have Stephen Grant, you have the suited up Mr. Knight you know nice guy looking kind of Moon Knight so my early theory is that you have the split personalities that will give Mark or Steven all the different abilities or skills that they need for particular situations so you got Mark who's like the mercenary tough guy the fighter and you got Steven who's kind of like the brains because you know he was studying hieroglyphics and all these stuff about the different gods so he has more knowledge to him than I'd say you know Mark does and then continuing with that conversation between Mark and Steven, we find out that, hey, if uh, Mark ever stops being Moon Knight or them together, then Conchu is going to end up going for Layla. And then so Mark's totally not up for that and pretty much going to stay as Moon Knight or never let Layla, let, let that happen to Layla, I mean. So then when we get that ending scene, I think that it's Mark, obviously that's still in control because he's the one that's a little bit more say violent because it pans to a mirror and then it's broken and then you see him laying down on the floor with a half empty bottle of whatever liquor he has and he looks out into you see he's in egypt obviously because we can try to find amit's tomb and so this third episode is probably gonna be a lot more with mark specter in this and then them trying to find amit's tomb and trying to stop arthur harrow from whatever he's gonna do so overall, I think this episode was great. I love the second episode. It 
explained a lot more than I thought they would. I mean, so soon into the series, like I mentioned earlier. But, you know, I think that's a good thing. You know, you're just jumping straight in. There's not that many episodes for the series. There's what, only six? So you kind of have to like, just like, boom, boom, get straight to the story, get straight to the action and get into everything that we want to see. By the next episode, I hope we get a lot more of Moon Knight kicking ass because that's what I'm waiting for, right? I think that's what we're all waiting for. See some of that Moon Knight action. You know, personally, I want to see how powerful Moon Knight actually is. I want to see him at his full potential, or at least, you know, more full potential with Mark behind the, the wheels there. And just see how does he scale, how does he compare next to all the other Marvel Cinematic Universe heroes next to the Avengers? Like, what kind of level is he? Is it going to be part of the future Avengers team or whatever they call it? Or is it going to be more of like grounded and, you know, kind of like with the Defenders? <laughs> you know what I mean? The, those kind of characters since this all TV show. Huh? We'll see. All right. That's all I got for you folks. And yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to me. So until next time, have a fantastic day. <laughs>